Good morning. morning. Welcome to St. Paul's Lutheran Church. It's wonderful to have you all here with us today as we get to celebrate the the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ at that first Christmas morning. And uh, today we use a, a program called Follow the Star. As we follow the star with all of those people in our in our uh, in our Bible who followed it all the way to Christ and, and and saw him there born as a baby among us, and so we celebrate that with our young people and um, with our Sunday school and all of you here today. So thank you so much for joining us. And as we begin, and in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of a great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you, You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. Wise men who lived in the east saw a new star in the sky. They knew this star meant a king, a very important king, had been born, and they wanted to worship him. So they traveled for many miles following So they traveled for many miles following the star they stopped in Jerusalem to follow King Herod and to find find out more about the newborn king King Herod told the wise men to let him know when they found the baby he claimed he wanted to worship him too so the wise men continued their long journey by heading out toward Bethlehem. King Herod consulted with the chief priests and told the wise men to go to Bethlehem because the prophet Micah had written ten years before that Bethlehem would be the birthplace of a great ruler.
The star they were following led them to Bethlehem. Finally, it stopped moving and stood still over a house. When the wise men saw that the star had stopped, they were full of joy and expectation. They knew the king must be inside. They had followed the star and found the light of the world. In the house they found the child Jesus with his mother Mary. Thank you. 
And there were shepherds living in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks by night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord showed around them. They were terrified, but the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of a great joy that will be for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. At the sight of Jesus, the wise men bowed down and worshipped. They opened their treasures and presented him with gifts, gifts, gifts of gold, incense, and myrrh. In that humble house, they bowed and worshipped in adoration. men followed the star and traveled a long way, bringing great gifts to Jesus. But their precious gifts could not compare with God's gift of Jesus to the world. God sent his son and gave us the gift of his love. Rejoice, joy to the world, our Savior is here. 
Let's give our young people another round of applause. You know, for years, I've always, our Christmas programs always tend to end on joy to the world. Because it's a time of year that we like to think of joy. We like to rejoice. We know that Jesus is our Savior. Jesus has come into our lives and Jesus has saved us. You know, and that word rejoice shows up again in St. Paul's letter to the Thessalonians. And he has the second shortest verse in the English Bible. The first shortest verse, that honor belongs to the, that phrase, Jesus wept. But the second shortest verse is rejoice always. And St. Paul tells us to rejoice always. And, and when he does that, it almost seems like he gives us an impossible task. A task to do something that we know we can't do all the time. There are things that happen that are bad in our lives. There are things that happen that break our hearts and cause us uh, great confusion and great upset. And so how in the world can we rejoice always? How can we always have joy to the world? And I think our problem is often we, we mix up those two ideas between joy and happiness. Now, joy is something that is not a feeling. That's happiness. Happiness comes and goes. And, and, and the proof that I have for that is as I look out from my pulpit on a funeral day and I see the people who are sitting there with tears in their eyes as they grieve the loss of someone they care about, they still have joy. They're not happy. They're obviously very sad. But their joy is knowing that they know exactly where their loved one is. They know that their loved one is in the arms of Christ, but their sadness is that they don't get to live life with them any longer. And so what Christmas allows us to do is to follow St. Paul's command to rejoice always. Because even when life causes us great sadness, whether it's through the death of someone we care about, or whether it's a diagnosis that really it de derails the plans that we have for the future, or whether it's a fight within the family that causes division, we can still have joy. We can still rejoice because as we look in that manger, we see God. We see God coming to live among us, living in the muck and mire of our lives. And then that little baby growing to a man who would offer himself on the cross. Who would die for me and for you. And he would do it so that we would have a future. Our joy is about knowing that there is good for us now and there is good for us coming. We may not always see it. We, we may not always feel it, but we can know it. So joy is about knowing. Knowing that you have a future. Knowing that your past has been forgiven. Knowing that your sins have been washed away. That you are blameless before the Lord your God. Even in those moments of great sorrow and great suffering, you can have joy in that baby born in Bethlehem. You can have joy in the Son of God, dead on the cross and risen from the tomb. That not even death can separate us from God's love. 
And so this Christmas, as you think about rejoicing and joy, and it's also sometimes difficult as you look across the table and maybe the person's not there who was last year, or maybe there's something else that's going on within the family that causes great strife, whatever it might be, we can still have joy. That no matter what happens here and now, Christ has still come, Christ has still died, and Christ still lives for me and for you always. May the peace and the joy of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ give you his love now and forever. Amen. We pray together. Almighty God, grant that the birth of your only begotten Son in the flesh may set us free from the bondage of sin. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen.